Hey Siri, play Quality Tech Talk. Now playing podcast Quality Tech Talk. Welcome everybody to Quality Tech Talk. This is Cress. And Omar. What's up, and, guys? And today, as you see, we brought in like a, an assistant. So we're going to be talking about smart home and is it innovative or not? And the things that all come together with it. Yeah, and Creston Strongard me and make sure we use the HomePod and not a Google Home <laughs> device. But uh, And the funny thing is we have Google Homes in the kitchen as well. So I could have used Google Homes, but I wanted to get underneath his skin with the, with the Siri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, I actually like the HomePod a lot. For oh, okay. the record, cool, cool, cool. Uh, audio on is incredibly good. Uh, at work, they're playing music off of it all the time. And uh, just so you know, you see how I asked. I'm gonna say S instead of the word, so we don't have to, you know, have her talking. But you see how I asked her to play our podcast. So everyone, if you do have any smart home devices and you just want to walk around the house and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, S," or "Hey, G," or "Hey, yeah, A," Alexa, yeah. um, play. Quality Tech Talk, you can do that and hear our lovely, beautiful voices. Yes, you can. <laughs> so, like Cresta alluded to, we're going to be talking about smart home devices. And, you know, it really goes back to where this all started from. And to me, kind of, it started on phones and laptops, right? Yeah. But to get before, before you say that, yeah. it actually really started if you are a youngin in our uh generation generation with the, the jetsons with the jetsons yeah. this is where it all really started and everybody probably was like oh this is a cool cartoon mm-hmm. but they never thought that yeah, that's the future that is the future mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah we're kind of working towards that right kind of getting into um trying to be like the jetsons trying to be like we'll allude to later uh like jarvis with iron man and Ooh, all that you know man. all the stuff you see on shows and movies we're kind of working towards becoming that as a society it seems like but in to get there we started with the assistant on the phone and on the computer. When was the first assistant? Um, so Siri came out on the 4S iPhone. That yep, that's that's kind of what the S yeah. S was for speed, but also no, Siri. Siri. Um, Cortana shortly after was available on Windows phones and Windows 8 laptops. Right, right. Um, Google always had voice search, but it wasn't like a a dedicated thing. So Google always uh, would do. Uh, just you know, voice Google search. But in within 2016, with the launch of the first Pixel phone, they came out with Assistant. Right. So. Right. True. True. So obviously Cortana was using leveraging Microsoft and Bing. Uh, Siri was Apple's proprietary Terry stuff. But I believe they were using I Google were search using, at the res- or was it well, Bing no, at I, first? No. So me and actually one of the guys um, when I used to work at Best Buy, the Apple uh, the Apple uh, rep there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was telling me that Apple actually used Bing for a short amount of time. Yeah. And I think now... Now they've switched to Google. Now they switched right. to Google, but then you, when, whichever search you use is what it's using, I think. I yeah, would, that was yeah. like the default, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, so what that did, it, it kind of was like your tester, right? Where it said, oh, people are okay talking to this uh, AI assistant. Yep. And go, so it allows us to collect data and do more things with that data. Obviously, Google now, it seems like, has kind of leapt ahead of the pack in terms of collecting data oh, for yeah. a smart assistant. Um, and I think that's kind of... So Cortana's kind of died, and Alexa basically has taken its place. And Siri, because... Because I think Cortana, or I think, Alexa, I think uh, Amazon bought Cortana? Or bought shares into Microsoft to. I think it's just because they use a lot of Microsoft cloud services, even though Amazon has their own cloud service. But 
I just think uh, just it's also probably because Amazon and Google have a very fractured relationship. Right. So that's probably why they use Bing. Why not? Say, uh, say, hey, Google we gotta go like for something, something else. Yeah, so, and Siri, because of the nature of privacy and security uh, on Apple devices, I think is never really going to be able to get the level of smarts that the Google Assistant or even hope, Alexa has. I hope they get. I hope they uh, kind of get a little bit better at that, or mm-hmm. you know, kind of fifty-fifty. You know, because they did hire an ex ex Googler, uh, yeah, yeah, ex Googler that was in the assistant field or in the assistant. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, they were wow. developing for Google Assistant back right. then. So these kind of uh, smart speaker implementations on our phones kind of led us... Because I remember when Cortana first came out when I was using Windows Phone. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I never used it. Yeah, I, I, it was sweet. I never um, really looked into it either. I, I yeah. just thought, you know, because, you know, you have how Google is, like, trying mm-hmm. to kill the market. Mm-hmm. And then you well, have iPhone that trying time, to kill the market. At that time, Google didn't even have anything out. So, because this is... You're talking back to 2014. Oh, okay. Okay, it's 2015. And that was I right before. I never really used Windows Phone mm-hmm. and things like that. So, I remember when Windows Phone 8.1, I want to say, or just 8, came out. You know, I had the developer preview installed, and it was, like, Cortana was on there and you know everybody who follows Microsoft was super nerding out about it because you know obviously Cortana is a reference to the Halo games mm-hmm. you know uh, she's like the AI assistant person for the Master Chief in those games and you know they're like oh yeah it's so cool you know and it did the little like blue ring which kind of reminded people of Halo so they really tied in the Halo stuff there and it worked really well as far as like answering questions and things of that nature hmm. um, so that was kind of where it started out right it was mostly just answering questions what's the weather right you know um, how much of this is in that that kind of thing and then after that you know you started seeing uh, the idea of the smart speaker kind of proliferate, and right. that's when like the first echoes start coming out. Yeah, the little plastic little circle dot. Yeah, I mean, I had, have you ever? Did you have an echo dot at all? I never. You know what? I I never wanted an, an Amazon. I never even nibbled and dabbled in Amazon as a as a buyer for a while, right. just because I thought like. Amazon was like always selling like third party stuff. I never mm-hmm. digged into it. Right. And I was always that person that liked to go buy the product. But sure. you know, lately I have been buying into Amazon stuff. And then I actually did want to, I was really interested in buying a uh, the Amazon ecosystem mm-hmm. uh, before I bought my HomePod because it did play Apple Music. For right. a cheaper price. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, like but, you get like an Echo Plus or something like right. that for $150 as opposed to paying 280 for a HomePod. Um, so I didn't do that. I just went ahead and stuck to my Apple ecosystem. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just interested. Just never dove into it. So I had an Echo Dot. Um, I got it as a gift. And I enjoyed it. Um, I, I did it mostly for queries and things of that nature. And uh, I like the fact, unlike the Google Home Mini, you actually had um, an aux out so you could connect a oh, better speaker. Speakers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's something I think Google should probably look into for yeah, the mini, next iteration of the mini. Aux. Yeah, they're like Bluetooth. Besides the, yeah. you know, said, the Max has aux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. But there's like latency with that. So I, Google obviously doesn't want you to use it that way, mm. you know. Um, but nevertheless, you know, that's kind of where we're at. So it started with, I feel like, uh, just questions like about the weather and stuff like that, and then they like added stuff like music services. You know, you, you and Spotify. I followed follow with that trend. Like I, I started with the weather, then I started with you know every little other you know new tip and trick that mm-hmm. they gave you. So you got to follow it. So yeah, so people started liking these devices. Kids started using them. And then elderly they people. About 
how Google's following us, yeah, but y'all yeah. like using them. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, that's like the, 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 the dilemma, right? It's like, you know, it's so convenient, but you are signing over a lot of your information. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the like Alexa especially has had all those um, the, those bad look leaks, you know, where somebody at Amazon got access to everything you were saying and uh, things of that sort. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, troubling for a lot of people, especially now it just seems like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but do, does it seem like people care or seem to care more about privacy now than they did like five, ten years ago? Yeah, we've said this on previous podcasts that you were okay with Google searching mm-hmm. anything. It can be positive, negative, whatever. crime, porn, whatever. You were used to searching whatever back then. And just so now, because celebrities and whoever else is leaking something getting or something's hacked, getting right? hacked, now you got a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But you were okay with it years ago when it started. And this is kind of like, like we said before, you know, you sacrifice privacy for convenience. The smart home stuff, I feel like, is the next level of that. So, or, or I'll say privacy for convenience and, um, how can I put it, uh, fun and entertainment. Sure, and, sure. And, you know, because with my family, we've used it and had fun with it. Oh, yeah. So with the fun, you don't even think about the privacy. And aspect. I feel like these companies have noticed that... You know, especially like with Google Home and Alexa devices with smart displays now, where they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, you could play a game on here, you know, watch a YouTube mm-hmm. video for your kids and tell a joke tell and a joke, things yeah. like that and making it a lot more human. Uh, but, you know, let's talk about stuff that's come out of this. So people like this, the speakers, you know, the Echoes sold really well. Google Homes have sold really well. Even the HomePod from BioIndication have sold decently. Um, so they open up to other stuff. Smart thermostats, door locks, light bulbs, coffee makers, smart plugs. Basically, everything in your house now has a smart iteration. Locks. Um, or you might have said smart yeah, locks yeah. already. Uh, I mean, uh, toasters. Yeah. You know. Vac- uh, the vacuums. Smart vacuums. The little I, what, iRobots. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like it becomes one of those things where you're supposed to, you know, simplify everything and unify it. And now you have a lot more companies coming into the fray, into this emerging market. You know, Nest, obviously, yep. which now is owned by Google. Um, August for the on the lock side. Yep. Yep. Obviously, there's a bunch of niche um, smart speakers dedicated for audio. Like JBL makes audio focused stuff. Sony, they all uh, tap into the Google and I think Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they do both. They do both. Yeah, so they do oh. both. Yeah. So I mean, Bose they, does they, as well. Yeah, Bose so does Alexa. Those other brands have have, have used their smarts and said, oh, we're not gonna. We're gonna open it up to everybody. Um, we, want, we want you to. We want you to continue to buy our speaker because if of they course. didn't do that, Bose wouldn't sell anything. Mm-hmm. Sony wouldn't sell JBL. They wouldn't sell yeah, what they. If you selling. think about it, when a lot of this stuff is coming out now, it, a lot of a lot of people are wondering, well, is that built-in Google Assistant? Yeah. Because I remember when Bose came out with the QC thirty fives, and they had a version that had built-in Google Assistant, yep. the new Sony one thousand MX threes, Google Assistant yep. built in. I remember selling those, man. Customers was hype over those. Yeah, yeah. And people like that idea because, you know, sometimes it won't communicate right with the phone. And it just, I mean, even look at uh, AirPods building in the, you know, the Siri Siri. built in hot word, you You know. You can just say, you can just now say, hey, Siri. Right. Without having to hit hit a button. Dang it. Oh, okay. We thought she was going to say something. Yeah, we thought the HomePod went out there. (laughs) Um, I I did say in the beginning, I'm going to use the letters. And I'm just saying it. (laughs) Even like uh, the Pixel Buds with built-in assistant, that kind of did that as well. Uh, By the way, I had those. They were not good. You know what? So you you say they weren't good. Another person that that is, uh, when I went to training for my new job, uh, Google. He used to work for Google, actually. And he he now works for Enjoy. Um, 
He said he loves them. Like we did. He he said he some said people he, really like them. Yeah, he said some people really really didn't take advantage of them how they should have been. So the translate feature was kind of gimmicky. Like it worked half the time. Okay, which was a lot of us don't really use translate like we should. Yeah, we, we yeah. probably could use it a lot more. I know it because we use it a lot more in business or even retail because right. we run into a lot of customers that exactly. speak a different language. But I just think, and I think honestly, I think businesses should train. For instance. Uh, you, you guys keep keep hearing us saying jo- our jobs. I used to work at Best Buy. I think there should be a training on that mm-hmm. because there's so many times that we would get somebody that speaks a different language and only one or two people in the building speaks it. But then let's say they're not there. Then we have to say, oh, we can't help you. We can't sell anything to yeah, you. Yeah, so I think there needs to be a training out there, to be honest with you. that's the on- I think Google Assistant is – I mean, Google Translate is the only one that actually does translate. Right. Yeah, like Microsoft makes one. Um, I used to use it. It's I don't know how well it's aged because I've been using Google Translate for such a long time now. Right. Um, so yeah, so you have all these like devices now. Just think about it. if you go to like, and if you if you really think about it, it's like one of the most one of the categories just keeps on growing right now, just because it's so new. Yeah. And uh, and you know I really. I never really have taken advantage of the smart home stuff. Shit, I did. Yeah, so so you know what have uh, what so kind I of products have, have you used? So I have we did, we have done the uh, coffee, mm-hmm. but me and Omar were talking before we started the pro- the podcast today. Some appliances kind of don't make sense because you still have to put work into it. Like with the coffee, you have to get it started so you can say hey G or hey S or hey A. Uh, do this routine in the morning. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I've already done some work. So to me, I think the appliances in the kitchen should probably just be on the ending of it. Whereas, hey, your coffee is done or, hey, your toaster has popped up. Uh, the stove makes sense, like I told you, because mm-hmm. you can preheat on your way home. Oh, preheat the oven, right. Um, but we have uh, Ecobee thermostat. We have the lights. We have the HomePod. We have a camera now. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these go into the HomeKit app as well. Um, but a lot of these things also work for Google and Alexa as well. Um, and then we have our uh, Apple TV, which is uh, the Apple TV and the Home HomePod is a hub right. for these uh, um, for these all these other these smart devices that we have in here, so we can use them remotely. Um, but yeah, I plan on getting the locks soon because I've locked myself out of my house <laughs> uh, probably with. Between five to ten times within the last year or two. <laughs> now, do the locks allow for some sort of NFC unlock with uh, your they phone? They do Bluetooth. Do Bluetooth. From what I've from what I've read, they might they may have NFC out there, okay. but I know that they do Bluetooth. So when you come in range of your lock, you can you can have it set to mm-hmm. automatically mm-hmm. unlock. I mean, now you even think about stuff like that. You even have like integration with car stuff, right? Oh, you know, man. like I think the car thing is gonna boom because think about it. Think about what I just said. How to Bluetooth, right? Mm-hmm. But I I wonder if you can have it set now or in the future where you pull up to your garage and it notices your car is home. Mm-hmm. And then it unlocks the door, cuts the lights on, you know, does all I these mean, things. You start you know? seeing these accessories now in the cars. Uh, I know, um, I believe Anchor made one. It's like Google Assistant in the car. Oh, yeah. The, was it for the, plug. With the plug with the cigarette yeah. lighter. Um, uh, Amazon makes one, too. Um, it's not out yet, but uh, it gives you echo in the car. And even like the Ford Sync stuff, they're starting to integrate more uh, smart assistant stuff. So it's definitely, you know, being noticed by people just to create like what they call quality of life improvements. And, but like you were saying, I feel like a lot of the kitchen stuff isn't where it needs to be yet. Yeah. You know, just because it requires some level of manual interference. Right. You know, like... To me, they, they, to me, they should have just left some of the appliances alone. Like, I, I still have to load my dishwasher. I, like, I still have to load something. Yeah, because, you know, 
they also added this into washers, dryers, microwaves, refrigerators. And it's just like, like Samsung does smart things on their refrigerators now, right? They got the little Bixby thing on there. Now, that's okay, because I guess if I'm at the store, I can see what's in my fridge. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm just like... But like, again... At the same time, it's like, what am I really going to use it for, right? Yeah. Like, if I'm cooking or something, am I going to ask my refrigerator a question? I probably have a Google Home Mini or a Alexa, right. uh, Amazon Dot, right. whatever, in so my I kitchen. Think, I know? think the appliance thing needs to... I, to be real with you, I think the appliance, the kitchen thing needs to wait until if we get So, you know, robot. everybody kind of does things in phases. I feel like the phase two of all this stuff would be the uh the kitchen stuff. Yeah. You know, just getting... It. Like, I could see the microwave one being okay, okay. you know? Like, if you pop something in, because Amazon has one, like Amazon Basics microwave with Alexa. Okay. So, if you're, like, cooking or something and you put something in the microwave, then you could just say, hey, Alexa, put turn on the microwave for a minute and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. But even Maybe, like, sensing, like, sensing yeah. that, oh, your food is not cold, your food is not warm. Yeah. Would you so, like to add another, you know what I mean? There's a lot of potential, yeah. right? You know, um, it's just not there yet. Um so and the funny thing about it is my um my biggest like experience of using the integrations was so I have YouTube TV right mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. had Google Homes mm-hmm. and I had a Chromecast Ultra okay all on uh, on my living room TV so I was coming home one night and I knew there was a NFL playoff game on I wanted to watch so I was like hey G play the NFL playoff game from YouTube TV. On living room TV, right? Mm, okay. And I walk into the house, Chromecast turned on the TV, and it was on YouTube TV, ready to go, which was really nice. And this is where Apple's going to be stealing from that, how when you walk into your home. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I mean, like you said before, all these companies take ideas from one another. This, is a, this isn't a new concept, right. you know? And that's just kind of what they do. Uh, but even like, like the Philips Hue lights, I feel like have been a huge success, um, you know, after Google buying Nest mm-hmm. has created their little ecosystem. So think about it now. I don't even, to be real with you, I, I, the Google and Nest thing, I, I, they didn't have to buy each other. I mean, mm-hmm. they were doing good. You mean guidance. they didn't have to like merge the brands? Yeah, whoever, who, whoever the CEO of Nest didn't and whoever in, in Sunday with Pachar, whoever, mm-hmm. they didn't have to. Sit at a table and say, "Let's join." I mean, they, Nest was Nest, and Google's Google. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean Google. Oh. Let's be honest. Google's all about like confusing naming schemes and things of that nature. That's very true. Like <laughs> if you go to a Best Buy right now and you look at a Google Home Hub, which is now supposed to be called the, the Nest Nest Hub, Nest Hub or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's a little sticker on them now. It's like this is now called whatever. You know, and I'm just like, you know, why? I mean, if you're gonna, you want to converge the branding, cool. Just do that next generation. Yeah, don't, don't you know? Be, like, I understand you have the Nest Hub Max coming out. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So and that's going to be the, there goes your new branding right there. Yeah, but don't like rename all the other all stuff. All the other stuff. No. Yeah, no, you know. No. I wonder if they're just going to re- refresh all that stuff now. Like a new Google Home, a new Google Home Mini, a new Google Home Max. And just call it the new. Uh, the Nest, Nest whatever, yeah. you know. Nest Home, Nest Home Mini, Nest Home. Yeah, because to be honest with Max. you, I mean, they could have got. They, they, the, the Google Nest Hub. I mean, they, they could they could take Google off, man. Right. I don't know. I mean, y'all, y'all were good to. The thing is, too, it's but, like you, know, you had thing. a little bit of fragmentation, too, where certain things only work on Alexa, certain things only work on Google Home. Right. Uh, some will work in Unison. I've always felt the best thing you could do is to buy stuff that's quad platform 
And what okay. I mean by that is Google, Amazon, Apple, and Samsung Smart Things. Okay. Um, and then, if it's possible, and then maybe this, maybe the assistant is what gets the, the 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 financial portion where the, like I I would pay for my my assistant to be this on this pro, on this mm-hmm. product versus. I mean, it kind of you know sucks I mean? if you if you look at it. say you want to get um a ring you like the idea mm-hmm. but you're tying to Google Home. Well, I, th- I thought the ring now worked with Google Home. I thought it was because Amazon bought them, so I thought it was. Uh, oh, then it's the other way around. Then okay, my bad. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Ring is uh, was purchased by Amazon. So, uh, but yeah, it's just kind of like one of those things where, yeah, it's just it's kind of super proprietary, you know. Um, but well, it looks like we actually yeah, just we're actually it. looking it up. That's why you hear a little bit a little bit of pause, y'all. Mm-hmm. We want to give y'all some yeah. So they recently <laughs> they recently added it to do it, but for a while it was kind of like you know super proprietary. And I feel like that's just kind of limiting yourself, right? It's kind of like with the HomePod, like yeah. only using Apple Music. It's, just, it's super so limited. crazy. I mean, it's a cool looking speaker, but I'll be real with you. I, I would have liked to spend less. And I get it. They want you to spend the three fifty. Like, here's know? the deal: if you're but, a, if you're looking at audio speaker, why not just at that point? If you're not super super tied into Siri, I'm saying, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're not super tied into HomeKit, why not get a Sonos One for two hundred bucks and and, you know what, and I, I think that's why Apple will not allow Siri on anything else because they yeah, know. it's a great sounding speaker. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I mean, Sonos sounds great too. You know what I'm saying? So I recently got a Play One. Uh, oh, you didn't wait for me? Yeah, I got open box deal. So oh, okay. it was fine. All right. uh, I can do it anytime. <laughs> I'll go up with that Play Five, man. That's what I'm waiting All right, on. Cool, cool, cool. So no, but for the record, Sonos sounds great. But yeah, um, you did the Play One with the Google Assistant? No, without it, because like in my new place, I haven't really been able to utilize a lot of the smart home stuff. I know why, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. So I tied in, actually, now you could tie in Sonos to Google Assistant on your phone, though. So you would, like, I would, like, squeeze on my Pixel and, and say, play this speaker. on bedroom Sonos or something. Oh. And it comes okay. through on, on the Play 1. Okay, yeah. so that's the same way, actually, with HomeKit, too. You can actually do the same thing. And honestly, you know, for me, it works, works better for my bedroom's sake because, like, I could do the hot word for my phone. And then not have to worry about my speaker picking it up because the Play 1 doesn't have mics. So it's going to be, you know, talking with the phone directly, which okay. is nice. Okay. You know, but that's the, uh, the cool thing about it, right? You can right. kind of tailor it the way you want to do it. So, I mean, what do you think is, uh, like, the most useful one that you've used, the most useful smart home device? I would say lights. I always. I was going to say that too. Yeah. Either le- either from learning or from doing. Uh, what I mean by learning, learning while I was you know working at Best Buy or either doing personally, I think lights and the thermos and a thermostat is like your first buy to start your smart home. You know, one they talk about the savings. They talk about how you can save up to twenty three percent annually with Don't your a thermostat. A lot of the th- utility companies give some sort of that's the other stuff. thing. That's the other thing. So if you want to save some more money or get some money back from a thermostat, you can get. I, th- I think uh, we're in Detroit, so DTE gives you back one hundred and twenty five or something like that. So that's pretty much one hundred twenty five dollars off or seventy five. It's something like that off of your thermostat. You know what I mean? And then, uh, like I said, your lights. Your lights is another easy purchase because. I always said this, you know, when I when I was selling at Best Buy, my wife never comes home to a dark home. Mm-hmm. So when time when the time zone changes, you know, it get dark at like five o'clock, right? Right, right, right? Wife comes home with the kids, lights are already on because I have it set to turn on at sunrise and sunset. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it becomes a which we're gonna get into the next thing. It becomes a security thing, right? You know, because like I said, we're talking about energy savings. 
uh, earlier into the podcast, we we're talking about convenience, fun, entertainment. You know, you can entertain your your your, your family and friends that don't even know nothing about it. They come mm-hmm. and visit you. You can say, "Hey S" or "Hey G," do right. this. They're like, "Whoa!" You know what I'm saying? And yeah, with the security thing, like especially you know with like cameras and stuff. Like I know people use Nest, Arlo, Ring, that kind of stuff. And you know, they're right on their phone. It gets pushed right to them. And you know, that's kind of you know the next level stuff. And it kind of, uh, I feel like it's put a dent into the traditional home security companies like ADT yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, because um, I mean, I was talking, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. I was talking, when I, when I first moved here, uh, I live in North Corktown. And yeah, it's, it's a decent area, but then it also has a little edgy. And so I was like, you know what, uh, let me get an alarm system. So I was calling around, calling around, and they were talking about the time it takes to set it up. Not even to set it up for them to contact the police. So they would contact me first. Uh-huh. Then they would contact my emergency contact. Right. Then they would call the police. That's like 30 seconds. I could be dead, right? Right, right. Versus if I have my own camera, my own sensors, I could be alerted. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I can call the police directly. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I feel like, I know we, I think you and I have talked about this before, where a lot of these older companies are kind of falling by the wayside for these mm-hmm. newer companies. It's like the next generation. That's why, like, uh, remember when we sold Vivint mm-hmm. in the store? Yeah, yeah. Vivint is attacking that. They're like, cool, we have this, and you can add your connected mm-hmm. devices to it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Which is how you have to adapt. I think ADT is doing that, yeah. too, though. Um, I don't know how successfully, because, you know... Because they're, like, the, I think they're the last to do it. Yeah, uh, like, re, they're relying on the, on the reputation. It feels very much like, you know, like, remember, like, when iPhone first came out, yeah. how BlackBerry responded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what ADT <laughs> feels like to me, like, like the BlackBerry of the, of the security world, right? And now it's like people are getting more comfortable installing it and yeah, yeah. doing things themselves. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is do-it-yourself. You can do inst- give you clear instructions. And the cool thing it. about this stuff is is that you don't have to just go to, like, a tech store to get it. You could go to Home Depot and Lowe's now and get Nest stuff <laughs> and get uh, Ring stuff and things of that nature. Because they know that people are doing, doing these projects, you know. And uh, I think... It's a matter of you trusting the company, obviously. How much do you trust Google? How much do you trust Amazon? How much do you trust August, you know, with uh, the lock stuff? But at the end of the day, I, I tell people all the time, even when I'm working, mm-hmm. they know what you're doing. They know where you at. They know what you spend. They know these things. So, I mean, for you to be trying to get off the grid, unless you're completely off the grid and living on some farm, you you they know. Right. So, being scared to do this stuff, I mean, I get it. But then again, I'm like... You was Googling it. You've been Googling for years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, for me, I, I'm just waiting for, you know, the where it's like fully Jarvis-like, right? Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait till you can actually change the names of these things. I, I think know, the farthest you can go with Alexa is changing it to like Echo or something. Yeah, and I know Google has to be Google. So, yeah. and, you know, Siri has to be Siri. Yeah. Um, and Bixby is Bixby, right? right. But uh, yeah, I would like to see some customization there. That would be nice. Just because yeah, that would be awesome. I, I would love and, to. We keep talking about Jarvis. I would I, probably thousands and millions of people would t- change it to Jarvis. Yeah. I would love to change it to Jarvis. And then you have like, well, now like Google started to do like special extra voices, like they had John Legend assistant oh, voice yeah, 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 that yeah, they yeah. will rolled out recently. So that means with that, like you said, they they always follow each other somehow. Mm-hmm. So that means something could be coming for these others. Yeah, I mean, you could see. Apple maybe down the road adding uh, like a celebrity who's a big Apple fan person, yeah, of course, to you know uh, do a guest Siri voice or something of, the, of that nature. So 
all this kind of brings us to the big question where some people feel like this is innovation. Some people feel like it's not. Mm -hmm. And is it really innovation or is it just because basically every other tech category has matured and we're just trying to say this is innovation? Um, I, I would I would say it's innovation in its own category. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it has anything to I don't think it really has anything to do with. I mean I know it comes from like the smartphone you know category, sure. but I just think it's it's its own category and it, and it's gonna keep maturing and and innovating in its own category. Yes, it has something to do with our phones, our cars, our homes, or whatever, but it's still its own category. So I think it's innovative in what they're doing in that category. Yeah. So because when you look at the landscape. TVs have been matured for the past decade. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All they're doing is getting thinner. I mean, they're getting thinner, thinner they're getting and bigger, clearer. and then they're doing like 8K and stuff like that. But for Which, the most part, it's, you, it's not a lot of, there's it, not a lot of innovation coming in that sector. Yeah. Computers, you know, they're starting to get a little weird again. You know, mm-hmm. Lenovo's got that weird double screen laptop or whatever, but uh, those are kind of, you know, you're just replacing what you already had. There's not a lot of product growth. Yeah. Uh, phones have started to enter that category over the past year or two where they've yeah. become, you're just constantly upgrading because most everybody has a smartphone already. But this stuff, home stuff, is kind of like the Wild West right now, I feel like. And, Pause for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Mirror, season five. Yeah. One of the seasons, I mean, one of the episodes, the guy had a smartphone flip phone. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, like, it was thin. It, yeah, it looked yeah. really innovative. Samsung makes those in Korea. You know that? Really? Yeah. Uh, so, just see, that's what, that's veering what... off topic real quick, Samsung, in their home market, they love the flip phone. Like, uh, the, the, their R&D has dictated to them that that demographic loves flip phones. So, you'll, you'll see smart flip phones running Android. You flip it up. It's like a four-and-a-half-inch screen or yeah. something with the you know, number keyboard and all that. And... Yeah, it's um, it's a big deal. You know, they make them. LG mind. makes That'd them in Korea as well. Yeah. If I could fold my iPhone, well, in, that's why in, I think yeah, the the idea Fuck of the that, folding phone. Well, I'm that's like about. the idea of the Moto Razor is so yeah, so appealing. If that's gonna be real, man, that'd be dope. I, I was reading uh, an article, or maybe it was a video on YouTube the other day. I can't remember who it was. It might have been um, Lou later, um, where he was talking about how now they have an opportunity because. Uh, the Galaxy Fold has had its issues, and it looks like it might not ever come to market. And who knows if the Huawei okay. Mate X can come to market with their legal troubles with the U.S. So uh, it kind of opens the door wide open for Motorola, you yeah. know, for this Razer phone. So you know that kind of should be interesting if that comes out later this year. Um, but yeah, so you have all these categories that are. Uh, seeming to be matured fully, and you know, some would say on the decline. Like I could say, you can make that argument for TVs, you know. And um, this just continues to 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 you know advance. And my thing is, it really it's innovation just because of the way it ties it all together. Yeah, because okay. the smart home tech ties everything together. It, it it brings your phone to all the rooms in your house to your car potentially. You know, to that's why smartphones ain't gonna die. I, I would say, mm-hmm. I would like you said, smart. The the phone is the core. Yeah, and I, I feel this like, is the hub. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> if you're not gonna be listening to music, really, then you don't really need to buy the speaker device if you're okay with just using your phone all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're tied into Alexa, buying the speaker device makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if you're if buying you're, into Google Home, I mean, yeah. and then if it, if you're in the kitchen. Right. Uh, you cook a lot. Those recipes and things like that, they yeah, play. Yeah. They do play I mean, there, play. Yeah, there's there's reasons for it that where yeah. you know would make more sense not to have a phone. But I've seen people who use like an old phone or an old tablet 
almost like one of these type of home yeah. devices. <laughs> so I will say that it is innovation in the sense that it's tying all of our devices together. Okay. It I used because like it used to be like our TV is our TV. Yeah. Our phone is our phone. Our laptop is our laptop. You are one hundred percent. It was all separate. It had nothing to do with each other. So like, because I use like a Chromebook or whatever, I have Google Assistant on the Chromebook, you know, and so the fact that if I really wanted to, I can control that from my laptop. Right. You know, I could control things from my phone. I could control things from my smart speaker. So the potential to tie all the devices together is there, which is really cool. And it's something that I feel like a lot of people don't consider. And, like, just the lights thing is pretty nice. I mean, you're walking in and you just, you know, pull up your assistant and say, yeah, turn on the living room lights. And, like you said, you're not walking into a dark house. Right. And just the security aspect as well uh, makes it innovative. It puts home security and home convenience into the user's hands, which I think is ultimately a good thing. Um, I would like to see Samsung advance smart things more to create more of a competition. Because yeah, that was actually a big thing when they first came out. I don't know what the heck they did. And just Bixby just hasn't taken off for them. And I feel like if they released this Galaxy speaker, because it's been, it was now over a year ago. I don't know. When is it supposed to be early summer or mid summer? I don't know, man. It feels like <laughs> this is like Samsung's version of air power. You know, it's just <laughs> never going to come out, right? Right. Um,. But yeah, it's. Uh, I would like to see them more involved in um, in this space. It's tough to take on Amazon and Google, though. I understand. Yeah. And uh, but maybe just take the Apple route. You know, make it optimized for Galaxy devices. You know, Damn. enough people use them. That's very know. true. Yep. Uh, obviously, Samsung has a bunch of new devices coming to the U.S. soon. As far as phones go, uh, the three A series phones, which you know, and they actually look pretty good for them to be a non uh, top end phone. Yeah, yeah, and so there. So maybe if you integrate better with smart things and educate people on smart things, and roll out an actual speaker that uses smart things, you know, maybe you could get a little bit of headway there. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. It's an exciting time because we we've talked many times on the podcast before how services are so important to these companies. You know, well, pumping out this stuff is really the lifeblood of that right now. You know, tying in assistant services and then leads to buying products and subscriptions to your, your door lock company and your camera companies and security companies. All that is important to these companies. So I would like to see Samsung get more involved. Obviously, you want to see Apple do a little bit more in the range of speakers that they have yeah. and all the integrations they can use. Although yeah, they, it has gotten better. HomeKit's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, tell us what you think. Um, is is this innovation? Is this something you would like more in your home? Is is this something you? If you have more questions, email or, us. Or are you paranoid? Are you paranoid? <laughs> um, do you want to? Rec- do you need recommendations? I mean, as you've heard in multiple uh, podcasts, me and Omar have nibbled and dabbled in every little piece of at least uh, tech that most people know. Right. Um, you know, we both have went back and forth to Google and Apple. We both, I mean, we we've done it. So, I mean, if you have, if you want a recommendation, we can we can for sure recommend it. And don't think that we're gonna both be on on the Apple or Google fence. I mean, depending on what you have, well, you know, we can recommend what you what you need. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, I've recommended Alexa to countless people. Yeah, see? because yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you know, we have our allegiances, but you know, we're still objective enough to be able to know what's what. I think it's that Best Buy lifestyle. What is the, right. what is the one of the pillars? Uh, we can't. Uh, we have to be non-biased. And mm-hmm. I forgot what it well, is. Uh, well, I know the big thing they say all the time is don't sell out of your pocket. That you too. Know, that, that too. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But, you know, that, guys, concludes another episode of Quality Tech Talk. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, we're trying to... I'm on a uh, social media detox, so I only have Twitter, everyone. Didn't tell you that. Oh, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Social media detox for probably 30 days or so. Pretty yeah. good so far. That's good. That's good. Uh, so... You know, we want to, you know, get the get the podcast out there, get conversations starting. We want to get ideas from you guys on uh, on the show or episode that, you know, you might want to hear about. Like, um, I was telling you the other day, Chris, that uh, Jay had made that one suggestion to me, so we might uh, be looking into that. Um, but, yeah, if you, you want to hear us talk about anything, if there's a new uh, device out, maybe you want to hear our thoughts on it. We're more than open to your suggestions. Uh, so, I mean, what we got coming up? Good question. Uh, we got... Is E3 done? E3's done. Okay. Um, so we're, we're probably going to be talking about Google Stadia. I want to jump into that because I, I saw yesterday Nintendo has some things going on too. And Microsoft has their Project X Cloud, which is going to compete with Stadia. I was actually just watching a video on Engadget today about, uh, how Microsoft's new competition in the gaming realm is probably going to be Google less than Sony. Okay. So hey, that's interesting. Stadia came out with some good yeah, titles, yeah. man. So that's going to be interesting. Um, obviously, any news in the phone spectrum uh, and other things we would uh, we'll probably be talking about. But if there's something you want to hear, you know, let us know, and we'd be more than happy to you know do a deep dive into that topic. But for now, this has been another episode of Quality Tech Talk with Omar and Cress, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Peace.